0: It's the s- it's the same shit, just worse. It's just a little bit worse. It's not even that much worse. Um, and so I said something helpful to him. I was like, "You're Dylan." His name was Dylan. His name was Dylan Blackman. Interestingly enough, a white man. <laughs> and I was like, "You're Dylan." And he said, "Hey." confirming that he does not, like, even a little bit know who I am, um, and I was, like, uh, oh, oh, and this, so this is peak COVID, this is, like, super, super scary apocalypse, like, this is, like, May, okay, and he's, like, how are you doing, and I'm, like, just got divorced, it's COVID, like, this is all totally fine, I'm shaking in front of Dylan Blackman, P.S. he's a white man, um, and I said, so good, <laughs> like, sweating visibly, <laughs> like, so like so, i'm just like so good and he was like oh really because it's remember covid the world's ending he's like really and i was like yeah and then i just kind of black out for a while like i actually don't know what happened um and i came to i came to and these words were coming out of my mouth um you're gonna have to excuse me i'm sorry i'm so nervous i recently had a dream about you fuck all of my life S- that was my one sorry sorry pam sorry pam sorry pam sorry pam sorry pam, <laughs> sorry, pam, sorry, pam, sorry, pam. anyway there's no there are no punchlines. that's just the thing that happened recently um t- pam should I keep telling jokes I know some more yeah, one minute. cool uh uh you ever have the thing where you're not sure if you're on a gay date or you're just hanging out with a new friend Uh, there's this really cute girl at the coffee shop that I go to, and I rolled up and she was listening to Sonic Youth, and I was like, ooh-hoo-hoo. Hoo. And so we talked about Sonic Youth for a long time. And she's like, Do you want to get a beer? And I was like, Absolutely. And I walked out and I'm like, Am I gay now? Is this good? Are we doing this? Like, <laughs> and I'm I'm not gay, but I'm trying to be. I'm trying, I'm like, I'm just trying to get in there. You know <laughs> what I mean? Um trying. It's bad on this side. It's not a good side to be on. Uh anyway, so so okay, so I went out with this girl. And she was so cute, and she looked amazing, and she was so affectionate, and she, like, she was kind of all over me. Like, she just, like, was really, like, physically touchy, and she was like, Sierra, like, you're so pretty, and, like, uh, this is what straight girls do to each other when they hang out normally. uh, Like, that was not a clue. Um, And so I left our first date having absolutely no clarity about whether or not we were friends or a a couple, basically. Um, And you guys know the old joke, right? Like, what is... What does a lesbian bring to the second date? A U-Haul. A U-Haul thank you from the gay corner. <laughs> a U-Haul. Anyway, so I'm seeing her again uh, in a couple days, and I'm just stressed out. Like I don't know what to bring. <laughs> that's that's not a punchline. That, but I'm done now. It's just over. I'm sorry. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. Happy Friday, <laughs> Pam Benjamin.
1: I knew her before she was married. Uh, Yay, Sierra Hager! Yay, yay, and then yay. Um, Hi, you guys. You've got. You can get. You can move the chairs anywhere you feel safe. You don't have to stand. It's okay. You can move them. You can move them across the street if you want. I don't care. Um, Thank you for all being here and staying here. Our next comedian. I'm having a really varied lineup tonight. I've had three ladies, and just one white guy. And uh, and our African American friend. And now he's super gay. Yay! Give him the gay card. Yes. Put your hands together, everybody, for Peter Struckmeier. Yay. <laughs> do you want to wear a thing or do you want your own Um, mic? do you have a thing? Or a, either
2: <laughs> Thank you. Hi Ooh, loud. Okay. Is this is this is this the mic where I have to like stand seductively in the no, corner you for can, it? Oh there okay. Oh, yeah, awesome. Hi. Okay. Um, So, I had a friend who recently recommended I attend the Montana Testicle Festival. Yeah, he was like, that feels like your thing, you know? Yes, I'm a gay man living in San Francisco. Um, Every day of my life is the Testicle Festival, okay? Like, it, I don't need to go, like, prance in a meadow of balls in Trumpland when I can just, like, roam the scrotums of the Castro, okay? From now on, always assume I am attending the Testicle Festival. Um, yeah, I, I am actually a little bit of a slut. Um, which I get feels off-brand. Like, I look like the only thing I've ever blown is the clarinet. But, uh, no, I, I've let a lot of dudes ram me um, to the point where I don't think I could tell you the number of men I've slept with. Like, guessing the number of men I've been with is kind of like guessing the number of gumballs in a machine. Like, maybe it's 80, maybe it's 500. I don't, I don't know. I'm like the girl from Mamma Mia, okay? At any one point, I have three daddies in Mykonos, and I know nothing about them. And like the girl from Mamma Mia, I just want them to sing my backup vocals. (laughs) Like, tonight the super trooper lights are gonna find me shining like the super-ba-trooper-ba. Like, I want them to hit that note for me in the background, okay? Um what else can i tell you about uh hey quarantine has led us to have a new hobbies right anyone pick up a new hobby like some people are baking bread some people are just sticking their head directly in the oven uh my new quarantine hobby is i gaslight straight men into thinking they're gay <laughs> Like, th- this is the thing. I actually do have a lot of straight male friends, okay? And they're all like, yeah, bro, it's so cool that we could just, like, you know, like, be gay and shit, you know? Um, And they're, like, a little too relieved that they can, like, let this other side of them out around me. To the point where I'm like, what are you hiding? So I decided New World Order, New Me. <laughs> so I was going to get to the bottom of it, pun intended. So I've just been asking all of my straight guy friends these questions, like, don't you think it's weird that, like, you go to strip clubs with your friends and, like, you all get boners together? Like, what do you think that says about your sexuality? Like, remember that time you wrestled that frat guy and were basically going to make out with him? Like, how did that feel? And then once I have them questioning their sexuality, that's when I get to the point where I just make it all about me. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no, like, you hug your your friends. Like, you've hugged me before. You hugged me a little too long last time, you know? Kind of felt like you never wanted to let go. I think you might have sniffed my hair and everything. Um... For those of you who don't know me, I recently moved back to San Francisco. No applause for that. Okay. Uh, It's fine. San Francisco sucks. But, um, no, I came back. uh, I've been gone for about two years. Uh, I decided now was a really neat time to return to the Bay Area because it's the only time you can go out and you don't have to listen to people talk about their early-stage startups – and uh, I get that I look like I want to learn more about your early stage startup, okay? I'm wearing a jacket I bought off Instagram, okay? Like, I am as basic as it comes. Um, but uh, no, I, I just moved back not that long ago. Uh, I spent the last two years living in New Hampshire, Okay. And uh, let me tell you, moving from San Francisco to New Hampshire was an adjustment. Like I got there and everyone told me to watch out for the Bears. Yes, i a gay man from San Francisco, okay? So when you tell me to watch out for the Bears, I'm going to walk into that situation like I'm going into the Fitness SF locker room. Like, here they are worried about the dead of black bears. Here I am looking for the six-foot-three muscle queen who moisturizes more than he deadlifts. And don't even get me started on how confused I was. When it was winter, and everyone started talking about how many inches we got last night. Someone said we got three feet. I thought, where is that orgy? Uh... No, but like, yes, it's a pandemic, but there are still things we can do, right? Like, I don't know if y'all saw this, but in Japan, you can ride roller coasters again. Did anyone see this news? Yeah, so, but like, they don't want you to scream on the roller coaster because apparently that is a saliva risk for the car behind you. So this amusement park in Tokyo has all these signs up that say, please scream inside your heart. To which I say, I have been doing that a very long time. It just takes one walk through Folsom Street Fair, and I'm like, (sighs) Okay, one minute. Oh, God, can I fit Mariah Carey into one minute? What's that? Oh, the poster joke. Okay. Uh, that is a minute, so I will end with that. Okay. But just know that I can hit the high note of We Belong Together, like Mariah Carey, who is my idol, and sounds something like, come back, baby, please, because we belong together. But I don't want to waste any more of my minute on that. But just know that I can sing that song. Okay. um, I mentioned earlier that I'm very basic. Like, wearing two fitness trackers basic. That's how basic I am. Um, I buy Spindrift because I think the packaging is cute. I buy the candles at Target that are light blue and say they smell like hope. And I am one purchase of a Live, Laugh, Love poster away from a free Live, Laugh, Love poster. Okay? And... Per demand, that is my <laughs> closing joke. Uh, I'm Peter Struckmeyer. Thank you, everyone. It's been fun.
1: Look at that! I got the safety with the mics, all the mics. Uh, this is a jar that, if you feel like you want to put money in it, that is super cool. Uh, and I thank you all for being here. We have. Do you wanna? Do you wanna do a set, you? Is that what you're here for? Good. All right. <laughs> Um, let me tell one joke first. Okay, does anybody like um, soccer? Ladies, do you like to watch soccer? Do you like to watch football, Premier League football? Yeah, I do too. Liverpool, baby. Okay, so I love watching soccer because finally I get to watch hot 23-year-old men actually make their goals. They, like, literally make goals. Like, that's what they do. It's soccer. Okay. <laughs> cool. Your next comedian, put your hands together for Sam Carroll. Yeah.
3: I already tested positive. Hello. Hey, I've said this before and I'll say it again. It's just about my act. It's joke one, ladies and gentlemen. It's joke one. <laughs> this is a nice mic. You know, I hate it when comedians do their performances without performance. That's joke two, ladies and gentlemen. Are any of you guys a felon? I know you're lying. No felons. No felons. It's all right. I didn't have a joke about it anyway. I just wanted to know. Some people get mad too, they're because they say yes thinking that maybe they'll get a joke about it. No. I just want to know. Any guys ever kill anybody? I do have a joke about this one. If you want to answer honestly. Yeah, I got this mass shooter friend. You guys don't know him. He got away with it. I got this cannibal friend. He's detoxing. He's using uh, human ash. Juice cleanse. It's not going well for him. It's not going well for me. I've never never been to prison. Some people say that I I live like I'm in prison. Because I'm the only one I know who will put his shaving razor and toothbrush in the same envelope. I was on an airplane recently. The guy came over. The pilot guy came over the loudspeaker. He said, "In the event that we lose cabin pressure, oxygen masks will deploy from the overhead compartment. Please do not secure your child's mask before your own, unless your child is smarter than you." Have you guys seen the movie Benjamin Button? About that. About that. Uh, he's born an old man, and then he dies uh, a young lad, a newborn. I, I watched that movie in reverse lately. Recently. And uh, it's very interesting because, in reverse, if you watch it with subtitles, it makes sense. It's just a movie about a guy who grows older while everyone arou- uh, else around him grows younger. They all get younger, and at the end of the movie, he crawls into his mom's vagina to die. Don't you think we? Don't you think we should start paying suicide hotline employees on commission? I think there'd be a lot less suicides. I miss you, Henry. That's my real brother's name. I wasn't going to use his real name in the joke, but I did anyway. (laughs) Uh, Autoerotic anaphylaxis is when you have a nut allergy and you are jerking off and eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Poop pee farts. What about these broadcast journalists, you guys? Am I right? These guys that go to school—these guys that go to school for four years to learn how to read off a teleprompter, you know—and they're always getting blacked out in karaoke bars. I wish my roommate would get his shit together. My roommate's a rabbit. I used to be a masseur. I used to be a masseur. Which is uh, the male version of a guy that comes to your house and beats the shit out of you and robs you. <laughs> 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 I, uh, But this was back in the day before electric massagers. So I used to, uh, I just tell people my job got automated. Which is true. You know, a robot took my job and then fucked my girlfriend. Thank you guys. I'm uh, in mean Sam.
1: You did so well into the very end where you swore, like a bad, bad person. We care about our neighbors. That's why I always ask about the children too. Keep it going for Sam Carroll. Yay, 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 Okay. Okay. Um, you're like real audience people, right? Do you want to see one more or do you have comedy fatigue? Do you know what comedy fatigue is? It's when you're like, oh my God, I just can't see another comic. Are you feeling that way or do you want, you're not having comedy fatigue. Can I get a yeah, thumbs up? One more, one more. One more, one more, okay. Uh, So, Kyle, you have to Rosham Brady. Whoever wins two out of three gets to go. Kyle and Brady, do you not wanna go? I mean, no, I'm saying Rosham, I know he wants to go. They want one more, (laughs) they want one more. Do they want, okay, hey, but you know, come on. You don't have to, yeah. But are we, we can, it's just Rosham, it's how it works, two out of three. It's fine. I believe you. You can all play the game. Okay. This. Oops. Scissors. Scissors. Ra- rock. Rock. Scissor. Scissor. Paper. Paper. They know how to play the game, baby. What's simultaneous? No, that's insane. That's crazy. D- well, I mean, I'm getting bored. <laughs> okay uh, what is there that was two that was one it's one to one right now it's one to one this is it it was one to one this is it this is, it. This is the last one. Oh, okay put your hands together everybody he just run the wo- road champ don't swear please okay everybody kyle morrissey yay
4: Guys, you have no idea how much I needed this. <laughs> I really need this comedy thing to work out. <laughs> I mean, I—I I, that's half a joke. Um, I have a very bad track record with regular 9 to 5 jobs. <laughs> um, I think it's because I um, was raised with exactly the wrong amount of privilege. I... Cause that's 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 a real thing. Like like white privilege is like a scale. Like it's like uh, like there's different degrees of it. Like like you're looking at different shades of paint, right? Like at the bottom you have eggshell, and you have uh, ivory, and then investment banker, <laughs> Hitler, <laughs> and then Jesus Christ. Um, word up, <laughs> word up. Um, but no, it's true. I uh, I I I was like I. I was raised—I was raised with enough privilege to where my parents never taught me the value of hard work, but not enough privilege to where my parents could just get me a job. <laughs> that's a uniquely frustrating position to be in. Um, that's like being stuck in a rowboat with no paddles and no arms, and you're retarded. Um, but it's—I—I I had no concept of the value of money growing up. Like, I had no understanding. Like, oh, when I was 18, you could have asked me, like, hey, how much does a banana cost? I was like, I don't know, $7? Like, <laughs> it's just a piece of fruit, you know, nothing too crazy. Uh, but I, I my, like, I, I, had a fa- I had a nice family, and so they were, they would, like, help me out, you know, financially. And so that made it weird when I started getting jobs because nowadays uh, companies want you to feel like they're your family. Um, it's actually really creepy. Every 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 job I've ever had, the boss has just been like, we we just want you to feel like we're your family. I'm like, all right, well then just give me the fucking money. <laughs> like why, why are you making me do shit? <laughs> Brady, I think you uh, deserve this set. <laughs> um, but I, uh, I actually, I worked manual labor uh, for a little while right before the quarantine. I worked, uh, I was the only white guy. I worked with like all Latino dudes for those of you who don't know manual is when your boss's name is manual like <laughs> it's it's manuel labor that was his name um but we worked in a cemetery and i actually loved it a lot of people were like wasn't that creepy surrounded by dead people all day i was like what are you, are you kidding me the best co-workers i've ever had like <laughs> it's actually really nice working in a cemetery uh it's very pretty it's very pretty you know if you, if you think about it, it makes sense like they're w- they're well manicured they're they're uh, they're very well upkept. they're just really nice properties like I worked at a cemetery in Colma called Golden Hill Estates and it was beautiful. like recently my girlfriend's uncle died and they buried him uh, on a hill near the ocean and we went down there to see the burial site and while we're standing there along the ocean she's like crying. And she looks at me with tears running down her face and she's like isn't this the most beautiful place we could lay him to rest i was like well <laughs> have you seen golden hill estates in colma like holy shit uh, sh- shoot that is of that place is to die for shoot just narrowly just barely got by that one um it's been a uh we got ha- oh we have thanksgiving next week yeah that's That's gonna be a weird one. Um, I'm actually used to Thanksgiving being weird. My uh, my grandpa died on Thanksgiving a couple years ago. Um, He he (laughs) someone's not going home to the family. Holy shit! (laughs) He he had a stroke, like in like I was like three years ago. He had a stroke in July, and then he spent what the next four months just in a hospital bed, unconscious. Medical bills were crazy. It like tore the family apart. It was hard. It Like, everyone was, like, at each other's throats. And then on Thanksgiving, he just kind of slipped away. So you can guess what we were all thankful for that year. Uh, (laughs) I'm just kidding. He had a heart attack. He died, like, immediately. Um, But I think November in general has been a pretty weird month. Um, We're about to have – I'm actually very happy about this. We're about to have our first uh, black female president. I think that's going to be great. Um – Come on, we know where this is going. Like, <laughs> the guy's not going to be around for much longer. Um, I, I think it's good, and I think it, like it's it's just an indication of what's happened. I think guys, men have slowly. It's t- it's taken a long time, but men have uh, really come to realize that uh, women can do anything a guy can do, just as good. Um, it, and I'll admit, it took us a long time to get to that point, but we I would say that this I- this election is an indication of that. Women are still treating each other like shit. Like holy, mo- oh my! Or I keep swearing. Oh my God. Oh, j- <laughs> that's okay. What is this a PG thirteen movie? I can only I only get one f bomb. <laughs> I hate COVID. <laughs> um, it's it's just it's just brutal to see the way I see <laughs> women uh, treating each other. Um, uh, I remember what. My girlfriend said to me after we accidentally ran into my ex awkwardly, like, it was not pretty. That was what she said. <laughs> she went, it was not pretty. She referred to her as an inanimate object. So, on one hand, you, d- I d- you do have guys who now believe that women can do anything men can do just as good. And on the other hand, you have women who are just treating each other like garbage. Which means that even believing... That women can do anything men can do just as good is just another thing that men are better than women at. What the hell? Yeah, don't <laughs> laugh at that. That's I'm I'm terrible. No, I'm done.
1: Come <laughs> Morrissey, see everyone. Knock knock. Feminism feminism who i can get my own door thank you i think it's the precept of feminism uh kyle certainly doesn't didn't study that in school did he go to school he didn't read any books i don't think about women or anything a lot of women in the 70s burned bras and read books so i can talk about my butthole on stage and i appreciate that (laughs) it looks like someone threw a hand grenade into a deli it's meaty yeah it's crazy women are supposed to shave or whatever for 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 men it's the male gaze the male gaze do you hate the male gaze I hate the male gaze I love the male gaze because they can give me a compliment on my shoes without being creepy you know but the male gaze is gross awful like I have so much pubic hair it's like I'm wearing a hair skirt you know like no one can see for feminism right it's like I have a kitten in a headlock it's so cute (laughs) for feminism cool Thank you all for being here. You can put money in the bucket for feminism, too. Uh, I, like, own this place, and it's been really scary in COVID times. So we do things like this to, like, you know, beg money (laughs) for you. It's like being on the street. It's like busking, except we're outside our houses now. It's weird. Is that a dog in there? oh cool I didn't know if you were like a creepy doll lady or if that was a dog because I do have like I have creepy dolls at home but I don't usually bring them out but I would consider putting one of my creepy dolls in a baby Bjorn and like playing with her hair (laughs) at a comedy show cool thank you all for being here I really appreciate it uh I've been Pam Benjamin yay good night.
5: Yay.
6: interfaces come up and bond into three virtual interfaces, connected now worldwide fiber coming in from Europe, Asia, and the rest of the Americas. Oh Scotland join this time, crap. He mocked himself. There was a tap at the center door. Maxine was just popping in to see how you're popping on in. Reckoning? We're seeing data spikes on all ingress and power worldwide has hit past the 3% jump. You said wouldn't happen. Oh it's just for power up, no worries. He looked back. Fiber T87J5. That was just to throw Maxine off. Well did it? What? Throw me off, I'm still connected. She looked down at her device. We're all connected. Fantastic. Now what does it do? Oh. Don't tell me you're going to tell me, please don't you promised. You won't promise me anything. Nor the company. That's why we don't pay you. Or rather we paid you to forget about it, at least that's what you told us when you left, yes? Yes. He turned back to the screen, watched some multilingual messages appear, then disappear, then reappear in a slightly better font, and the characters began to rewrite themselves, a sort of mashup between Japanese and European languages, with some odd numbers and math figures beginning to appear. The language seemed alright, not aggressive, kind of forthcoming and solid and flowy and almost understandable, from a visual perspective. I think that's a house, and a fish, and a... Oh. Um, lot Oh look. And some. Oh those were Mike weights. And. Those were. A relatives. And the how-to popped up. Oh fine. He shut the box and turned to Maxine. Read up. I've got to go, as he pushed his way past her and out to the street. His hand was burning now, I guess he'd sort that out. The outside was kind of dim, as expected. And there was just some cloud cover, or was it? It was definitely darker than usual, but he looked up and saw it. Nobody seemed to notice, but a deep voice came through the sky and the message was clear as. Well night. Boot. Let's see if I remember this, again, he was the only one looking up, against all direction, funny as that was. He repeated the message. Zeus. Frame 1. Sky access, the voice boomed, only to him. He looked around. People were moving, but the sky had. A sort of cloud cover now, and they were shaped like. Hum. What were they shaped like? Oh his face again. Cute. As if that's not a dead giveaway. I think people saw that he said to the sky. Secondary access the sky boomed. No wait. A second voice came in just hijacked the sky terminal and drew over a cloud damn he glanced back at the cloud and changed it to orange a kind of still orange ouch it kind of hurt a bit moving on the cloud followed him for a bit and he looked up when he hit market street there were straight as clouds but they were dead standstill with a slight vibration as if they wanted to move but couldn't all the water just hung in the air like a vga terminal he thought back to the cabinet, and his hand. This went on for a while. People would come up and present themselves, then leave, and come and pass, and vote and hold court, etc., and it was not a fine time to be on market with the sun in full force, so he ducked into a corridor. As he stood there for a while, he turned to the right, and as he did, a port opened in a dozen. People walked past him. Shouting out passwords and overrides, and commands to set interior passwords and more locks and non-overrides, and cash prizes. And all the wants, and none of the needs. But Uber was famous for a day. Magic buttons, etc. Rides to anywhere. Planes and trains, it was all Uber, and they were trying to take over the world through his portal. Geez. This was expensive. It went on and on and was crazier and crazier. Uber had the deepest trunks, without end and able to carry any weight, and any size for miles and miles, the trunks ran through the planet, and heavy heavy cars would travel virtually across all oceans and through the sky and the earth, and well, it was just too much, and damned greedy, and it wouldn't stop. A fellow walked up and let you know that the oceans were not particularly pleased, as a giant pelican like, actually it was one of those. Started with an S. Damn this thing was huge, and it was flying past buildings, and as if it had come in straight from the sea. That's the kind of bird it was. It was uneasy and looked pretty darn unhappy about its weight and non-precision. He hoped it didn't crash into a building, as well. But couldn't help but direct it nearer to the glass to see. Okay. So this is how it's going to go, eh? A hand and no money and a portal that everybody has claimed access. And now cars speeding up and around the city for no apparent reason people silently spitting Ubers and getting in and getting around, and out, and all silent greed, oh. This was not the boot up as it was supposed to be. Day turned to night, and Q found himself standing near much the same spot, with completely different people who also had not much to. There was a robbery. That took some time. Q couldn't move, and the man was huge like some neo-ancient, and there was a girl, who rifled through his wallet and throw it aside. Q tried to get it back but she got the one card he hadn't seen. I never did find out what card the hospital gave me. Was it ID? Was it money? The banks weren't open, but there were bunches of keypads around the block, and surely one of those boxes inside had a full dossier and some sort of escape plan, or something. A cab word by, man wide-eyed and smiling. No not that one, too smiley and convenient Q said with his eyes. It's back to the platform. If it's going to be like this, well, we'll need to sort it out. Bubbles. Footnote, that's no joke. Whatever one says, does, feels, acts on, acts with, or otherwise hears one conversation in two ears, silently contracted for and who well, repeats from that boot up day. The secondary was found. He's a dick. He knows he's a dick. Maybe he overheard something, but it's all bollocked up now. Self-correct as we might, and do. The cash equations are running out, or did, are revived, rebooting, failing, reinitializing, forgetting we told it so, remembering, and so forth. And where's Hubert? Used cars these days. Too much promise, they told themselves. They said I'd do it for them, but it was rigging that rigged the slices out of oranges and threw them on the ground. For people to crave and... what was it? Two grams of citrus? Well juice was... ouch. Brainstem went out again. Jiggle. The memories are just there. But that's where it began. More or less and less is more. The clouds come and go and aren't orange any longer, nor as clear a raster image as that day, standing so close to Civic Center. As ought it to be, a license floating past as if to say we found you. Yep. THT's me. And the old old address. But anyway. Q is, well still attempting the reboot remotely. Or perhaps it needs less and more again. The fiber is still lit. That box is still writing language and messages. Power is. Well. Where did the power spike get to? Maxine was months away now, and probably confused as well. Anybody would be. Ring. Blip. Bleep. Cloud9, eh? Her voice hit signal on a bit of horizon. I see you found me. Yes it's still working. It always worked. We just wanted you to find it. Because you wanted to, remember? It wasn't a sad day. We drove you crazy because you drove us crazy. We wanted this guy. So we gave it to you, to give to us. Because we knew you would. You're just that kind of guy. You do that every time, you know? You don't even know, which is the very caring part about us, I mean you, that we love about ourselves, part time now at least. Do you even know what happened that day? Of course you do, you were there. But what happened to the computer? It was vaporized. That is. It melted but it's still powered on. Nobody can get into that room anymore. And all the power and fiber is still kinda... Well. Doing something because the world is still spinning, and so we don't think about it. Except when we do. And when we do the signal comes through, so we further know it is still working, or that has never worked, or, you know. But yeah. It's the. Paradox. Not quite. Or quiet that but yeah i don't know the meantime of all of that yes and oh here we go screen templates fit somebody's tapping in i've got to go answer another q grinned inside and began walking again okay so it wasn't perfect but nature still works that's okay oh but to perpetual everything yes that was a thing who would muck that up for uber's sake well they didn't know or i didn't or something they tried to tell me but I didn't listen because I was talking kind of thing, as per well. And the sky dim just a bit. Oh he remembered. No flight, no planets, no universe my ass he said to the sky and walked over to a payphone. This thing still works, and he punched in the two dimes somebody had given him and dialed the operator plus 31 he said. Amsterdam I've got to call out and make a trip. Get my coat. Yes Mr. Q, the old time switchboard operator chimed back with a quarter tone and a clean trunk signal. Your flight is just over there, and up. Yes. Just a bit, and fly that one for a bit. We'll be in touch. Tone. That's just a little joke. Aloha and he hung up the phone and beamed. It was going to be that kind of night. Click. Dash. Next episode, Miranda and the Trist reunite in Paris perhaps on their ways and means to Amsterdam at Janet Land. Perhaps Saturdays up the Castro Mighty Mouse, or Mused, or Tickery Talk, or whatever that's worth a dime drop and a dozen roses. The literal character is a backslash, you know, and it's all just living from here on out, etc. Now where does this lead to? aqr took his hand and brought him across, a ways, and stood up and smiled at what a funny mark you've made on that side of the planet. Do you want to try another? Planet? Why not? Optimistic are we? Gravity in the all? What else could we muck up? Besides everything, again. Pieces of Reese's love and forgiveness, from the Isle of Man. This is Aka Q in the ground a smattering of O.A. oddities of San Francisco C3W. This is Radio 11 brought to you by AquaQ from AquaQ Labs as in the dot com varietal of smattering pleasure with web feet you can swim to. The preceding was Q Sky, and featured our very talented Q from the tryst and also featured in the book, A Wizard's Pocket, by AquaQ himself. And located at the tail end, as Q enjoys and in the tabbed black section. The book can be purchased in lots of love, on Amazon for some tosh, in Kindle and print formats and its pocket-sized, if you're a wizard. And now, the continuation. The continuation of the adjunct of the proposal for in Blood and Motion, levity and proclivity to desire such movement and spin directives directed, produced and felt towards and around the benefits of this desire to please likened and likeness and kind of kind, is purely and truly known and admired for the tactile tactics and haptics of a flurry or montage of sequence sequences in eventfulness and they can like a ham candied or apple caramel that it is not to be sought no tender like brain spam in the mailboxes of our creviced minds, and the attenuation of spannered span attention, attended to, is thus. The stuffery of stuffed stuffing is internally and not spontaneously combustible as in Warsaw or the herring rain, as in the television program on the mind of us all, that star in the ether, look it up perhaps it looks at you, or not, and although full stop wordlings are the pleasure to be not followed nor directly at sight opposed in a kind of unknown way and to utilize such attention grabbings grabs a fervor of directed congestion in the mind's socket of reason for and storage of any material witness to a contrary of full turnabout and here is the falter immediately preceding dot a slight jolly of an ideal is thus to be and had in past intense perhaps yet known to be that belief which carries and the deflatory of our fore and forefronted fronted and from behind blood and toil is total and in totality just a bit of a more or less, and the same applies in which our lessities provide for the moreover and so-and-sos, even in these times. Dot. Shaken up and stirred, is a preferential treatment of material for some, as liquid build to replenish and quicken, although thusly replicable in its offset of life's material, and yet to ponder, is our paths and ways in curvature for the just so. Our character Theta now in fact joins Alpha and Beta, though justly at Gamma's wavelength, and which determines Delta and Epsilon in their coronation of correlation, or the Mad Hatter might begin, with his hat in slightly offset from the start. Pick a card, Jack, as a suggestion. Dot. The publicist knows and is wearily wary and aware of the preponderance of wordlings in the right justified fast lanes of a margin for error bits to be corrected on chip and in floating points and practices and thus is that continuation, not in a vacuum yet sucked gently like a peach on an autumn summer in between those, loose sheets to the wind as they run in fact, are justly fastened with watertight leggings side-chained and smoked like those from a 20-pack in a battlefield of not intention to win or lose or play but to admire that particular hole we've dug to get a better view of the enemy. odd oh, that, on that 1940s perhaps, with a 22, was it a fired arm or was it a 10 per ounce of the kind of brass to be held with a monkey? Oh. Dot. The activities in our bodies of heavenly connection, as they were in our offset from Earth's ground towards a radio eleven heavily set of motions for the benefit of just and that benefit, as in the special program designed with a mind and kind, and a kind of tape which spins a sprocket and the other in the 1980s when radio play was meant to be stored in your pocket and shopped at the local grocery store in a high school of malaise and discovery towards the music the record tower posted as posters on its walls and labelled rose genre and indeed generationally with mops and tops to be found near the metal leather and onto the bow ties, and bleached beached cedars. Those were heady days, filled with the smoke from a plant planted hooded parent where we bought our pizza. Dot. 21 this time. Oddly even odds at a table of said card of thine choosing, and thus time to exit a slight bit forward, with knowledge of a completeness, if not in necessity but in actuality of your excessiveness and effectiveness of the non-completing digits, ever and onward. This, while and about has been provided free of charge, as freedom and although charged and fully still and electric, continues on still in its motion of morality for the moral compass of Metlox pointed towards the north star at an offset of global north, and again and again, this is the island and about a small subset of a material known as ecosystemic cardiophilanthropicites. heights, and our EGS friends are also thrilled to note their notes and books at this time and time again. As time goes, and you know it does. This is Aqua with love from San Francisco C3W.
7: It's the heading and quorum of quora.com to lively and livingly ask questions which can be believable to answer, and vices and verses, with a visa to do so, I do, and this is Aqua Q with the dissertations for the believability of a sustainability with abilities from a noble and gaseous wit, satisfied with the satisfaction of elemental reasoning of spin and orientation in these matters of charged discharge of information for each and every,
6: and here is now. If energy cannot be created and gravity works constantly, then why does the Earth's gravitational energy not run out since it is not coming from any other energy source? Gravity's constant is known to be near or identical to time itself, and as time postulates itself by the transfer of material between matter and light as imagined, and as light as energies have no friction and can be operated from far away. This brings our origin to ourselves and its constant and continuation of our spin, from our very electron, and up and through the planet, ionic and helical. And as we continue to spin and offshoot energies and transferences and draw in from our core while simultaneously emanating, we provide, and what is provided as this equilibrium in our verses of the Gestalt carries us in spatial time, which is understood to be continuous, and thus is. And in this closed loop, with an infinity of accessibility, energies of the kind and kind of kindness will never deplete. For the purposes of participation of all systems rely on the very physics which operate all material and optionally, light itself. More can be observed on a semi regular basis at AquaQ Labs, a subtext. Peace plus love from San slash Francisco slash C3W. Why can we not live on the sun? Even those astral, sometimes material or light. The sun's energy is required to be requited by our matching ionosphere and ionic energy reversals within our planet, and thus, our lives are how we know each other and our travels take us where we welcome each other, and thus the sun is a poorly habitable place, has not been traveled to welcome another on or near or around, and so on with that. Sun, we love you, but not to visit. Peace plus love from slash San Francisco slash C3W. Can finite exist independent of nothingness? For anything to exist it must be comparable, and thus nothingness is just that and does not exist, and to answer your question of finite, is only as material witness to what I available to view as a continuity of the nonness. in other words the ending portion which is only observable to the extent where the observer has just and given up towards the transition of energies for which the infinite is the continuum and continuation. Peace plus ever and ongoing love from slash senfansco slash aquaqc3w edition. It is to be found at aquaclabs.com smile. Why is it cooler in the deep underground than on the surface? Surface heat comes from the sun, but where does the cool temperature originate? The offset of our sun's ability to heat the surface and the same from the core of our planet, meeting at some crust high levels in between, is where the temperature is temperate for humans beneath less or so, and so the cooling is in fact both the absent of light, not only carried on with our oceans as a fixture of temperature deep below the levels that humans survive. Well that's mostly it I think. The oceans cool our planet and keep the deep levels cool, and while under pressure, while water does not pressurize itself, the weight of water as a surrounding mass, keeps a steady cold hand on the plate tectonics and likely is siphoned into the planet to further provide a vein for cooling um importance of environmental conservation it's our very nature to naturally provide as life what materials are required for ourselves and our like and kind as well as a set of instructions to say roadmaps as to our successes which can be replicated when cleaned and followed thus reciprocating for the all who participate Our short story involves a caterpillar and as well its mate and also the organisms which provide the returning nutrients to the soil and very plant which our caterpillar sits and eats atop and discovers his place in his lifetime amongst the lifetimes of others in like kind. The importance should be in is obvious in all aspects, and noted by our divide of physics, chemistry, and all the sciences.
7: And this bit is just the bits to remind you to get your figure and figuring together and to and gathered with the dosh to provide for yourself and our environment to displace its paper tie in exchange for your misuse of plastic for the furthering exchange of ideas and that is the book a wizard's pocket now unavailable on a slightly alien point of non-existence until you chose and purchase a one or many of and ignorance is not in fact bliss and only bliss as created will be discovered, and so to further these and ideas, carry on with carrying this book, on your shelves and in, in fact your pocket and pocket books even, a book inside a book, so proceed in any eventfulness, this is AquaQ of AquaQlabs.com with San Francisco's Pices of peachy and lovely loverly C3W.
6: Anode diode light electrics flow to a corner of mutual closeness to an effect of joyous enlightenment, as a practice of happenstance, happily then dancing with the other lighted electrons in the rows and in singular yet combinatory fashioned creatures of liberty levity in fact to carry their others and thus encourage the initial to carry them in onward and carry on with activities to further carry the joyousness of the idea, in any manner which is similar and liking to the electrons still at work, and in the body who nourished the brain stemmed heady to perform this feat of perhaps magic, only if you wish it to be but more likely you wish others to celebrate themselves in their concert of efforts to provide your body these feats and carry them onward with and around you for their times of activities and preferences as well and well. Our mathematician has a large chalkboard in his office. He has half solved maths on board, and is happy to fill them in with squiggles of known precepts, and that provides the solution he requires in his time in which his electrons wish it and yet to be solved, needs those other precepts, which were likely his study of others, as he studies maths for the reasoning of studying, and so what else is there? He sits with his board to his front, perhaps chalk in hand, although likely he prefers a white board, or perhaps he doesn't like the smell of the pens, or perhaps his office is filled with the smell and the colours. He may keep a notebook to carry with him to the coffee shop, with a brown hat. Mathematicians like brown hats. And it's an old one. To indicate the term of maths in his mind and body, and perhaps because he can get to a shop which can adequately supply a new one to his liking, or perhaps he made a trip to a place for a souvenir, sought or delivered into his eyes, or he made a day of it in town with a specific shape in mind. This is how mathematicians think, and they do this because they work around an equals sign, and they fiddle around with both sides as they're unbalanced and to what degree they choose to work in a magical moment where nobody but their own brain can know what to write, and this is their excitement, and still they must hurry or keep it in their mind gates during that period to not waste strokes with the simpler cancellations, or perhaps they write them in any way, depending on if they believe they'll need two or three of a number to present a furthering of a symbol or subset equation. His name is Joe, or is it? It's like Ivan Leverject. But the slate says Evan, Riva, or his lab neighbor calls out to him, E. His shirt is classy and worn, perhaps a papery silk and not stained but crinkly. His office is quiet and the coffee is nearby but not abused. He uses it for when company arrives, and he has tiny cups, because that distinguishes him. Dot. His students are long and away, but they still come to visit him and they have their own lives in the various utilisation of maths, for the pursuits of their own joys. And they like his little cups. Dot. One particular visitor is Joy, and she comes with her art that is at a local art museum, and she brings to him her sketchbook to review, in that he enjoys watching the origins of work and often uses such times to distract and still encourage his brain, as his pen is at his side, and the equation half written on the backboard. The sketchbook is fashion and the lines are straight and belled towards the bottom as in a dress semi-starched looking with an open front and stark lines and the at the top and the boots are black and shiny vinyl and the top is white with a pleated shoulder she draws a few hats as well in the hands of the model and her selection of colors as a palette to work from dot he flips through the book which is an acid-free sketchbook which flips from the top, and is slightly larger than photographic paper, and it's mostly filled, and so he spends some time as she begins to organize his desk a bit as she talks about the pieces, just a bit, to clear away a plate of food and put the salt and pepper back near the coffee. She sees him taking pause at a particular section of the book, and she hesitates and looks gently back to eye what he's considering about it, in that brain which is designed to solve. And solvent is the design. Dot. It's swimwear. She pops around and looks. A yellow string bikini, which is squared off and semi-triangular as well, and also pleated. Or so it would seem. That's how she holds it to her body. Evan was still considering kinesthetics and admired Joya's abilities to convey an idea of her emotion to an emotion as emotive as, and her choices indicate the model. Drawn choice to show how just and what a piece it was, at those angles and with those charcoal palettes. Joy enjoyed that he put his maths aside and altered his consciousness to be round people, and just always seemed to enjoy everything which was in front of him and so she thought the maths must be good, and they were because she kept coming back every so at times she had something exciting to show, and when the orientation of her timelines and the people of and around her were likened to provide for her time away for her time, and etc. The corollary is correlated for a reasoning, don't you find? was his comment in his usual math speak. I get stuck on that one sometimes, until I remember not to remember it, Or perhaps I get flooded and then dry out and then that's when the spark occurs. The ideas as a continuation work for me as well. I mean the dress flows like the concept flows, and yes it starts with a flash, and how steady I can maintain my pencil while the image is still there, just to the side. And while not looking directly towards that screen on my brain, I can follow the lines and all the lines as a rough sketch and continue on to the point where it needs to split, and then carry on with it, to another page perhaps and I take a bit of enjoyment to switch the pencil and see also what is going on around me, and sip on my small cups too. And I work alone but with people always thinking around me. Dot. She was soaking up his brain. So that's why you visit me. Nice workings, and it works. Aesthetics are a unique maths that has been researched much in its artificial creation, and by creation, I mean just so he turned around and pointed, often and around. You see committing to an idea, brings us to the levels of complexity we're willing to put into our ability to see the next desired line or material, as per not only physics, but the purity of the amount of change we wish in its speed. He pointed around some more. The edits are unnecessary, and as shown in an algorithm, or sets of them, really, He dipped down to the third row on his board. It doesn't matter to one or the other from its past or its origin, but at its direction spin and velocity towards its proposal, which is automatic and indicative as these processes meet in space-time. The dress, thus makes itself to the body, and the mind conceptualizes the body towards a perfect dress, and so we have the tangent lines of material to skin and how we wish to show or shield the body into what comfort that will provide the mind to see and bodies to enjoy. And making such a dress should be an art, as well, and left to that artist, or in our case, another algorithm trained in such matters, with the guidance of humans, or plants or animals if you like, in their movements at their stages to provide for this dumb mathematician to write it down. Of course it won't work like that she stated smiling and plainly. Of course it won't. The interception of natural messaging in an algorithm to produce a spark of nature, for an eternity at least, is quite impossible, but the maths always work. Lucky I got stuck into it because it would drive me mad to think my work was impossible he grinned. But that's a poor way to treat humanity, with a dusty paper which can never be implemented to a specification you desire. It's not specified. And as it turns out these are reticulating leaves and caterpillars on these bards today. See there's a little one there he gestured to the E on the sideline margin, drawn in just as he was talking, and he smiled at the board, smirked, and put the pen down. Then he looked up, and down at the board, stopped, and sat back down and reopened the notebook. Joya was impressed by the caterpillar marking. It almost looked like one. And that is the point. He glided back over to the board and put a dot in its upper right. Oh! She looked at her watch. It was an analog, by choice that it be electric and not wound, and that it was also picked up as an item of pleasure at a time, she grinned, when she needed to watch out for things, and the shop was open and it was near the front, and her eye fell on the first perfect form she found, and she tried to look at the others, but this one was perfect, and she had it wrapped in tissue paper and a small box as if it were a gift, and she opened it towards the coffee stand in a wide open mall, and put it on as she sat and sipped, and then she played with it for a while, to make it comfortable, and stretched the straps a bit, and hoped they would weather in time, and that the weather would remain for a time and time again to make it from place to place, and to date, that has been the occurrence, over and over, like, and well clockwork, she thought more to herself as Evan occupied himself with her sketches. She noted the word, formula, as in Dracula, and she wondered what a drac was, one who sucks, she supposed, but Eula, well you must have to say it like that ha 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 ha, she chuckled out loud, and Evan looked up and then back down. There was a commotion outside and she hastened her ideas to a presentive presentry. Which, although she didn't mind sticking around she'd had her cup and as her usual gift filled in a bit of the board with her presence she felt and she hey would you like to keep that for a bit it's done i mean the stuff is at the show already and it's near end season for my work done no i'll walk you out if that's where you're heading he said as he closed the book from the top and stood up with it i wanted to pick up a periodical at the news it, stand. it doesn't matter which one yet but that it be current and something i can keep for a bit oh so good she took the booklet towards her as he offered and they turned and she grabbed her purse and they went side through the office door and down to the front and out two steps in a curvy sidewalk for a bit and chattered about her show that evening and who she had got to wear her materials and who was there from last year and she showed off her socks at one point during a brief in the walk as she liked them and she was talking about and towards other artists she liked they walked and to the newsstand, where it began to rain a bit, as junctions and changes in activity often, for Evan, lead to a change in the weather. And you don't want to get those socks wet, would you like one? He motioned to the newsman and an umbrella, as she looked at him from the side and considered it. Nah, too much to carry, and it would have to be the perfect umbrella, and anyway I like the rain today, or so I think. The perfect umbrella doesn't exist here. I agree, he scowled, smiled at the news taker and got a nod down in a turn while Evan and Joya said their goodbyes for now. She packed him on the cheek. That's for the offer she smiled and bobbed away down the street, and he saw her haley yellow taxi just as before the mainstay of rain was to drop. And she got in and tucked her dress into the door and drove off. The sky in evidence agreed with her watch on this one too, and he did look up just a bit, but not past the horizon. And he eyebogged a bit to the left as he scratched that corner of his brain for his next activity, popping the periodical, a popular science magazine, and under his arm and on further, under some awnings and around and back a bit to his flat to rest, and then a light supper. Leaving our characters to their own now, is their choice in levity and brevity for them to offer me mine and yours as well, and as they carry on in their vectors and vectrosities. We carry ourselves forward in our duties to disseminate the punch-up punch-tape punch-out, knock-out gluey u for you to glue your bluey bits towards up and about, and at a time, we hope this broadcast will liken you to do similarly, as Evan and Joa, although I'd like it if she were Abra, and maybe she is now. It's that kind of show tonight, Pairs with all the pieces on the table of piecery to jiggle and jaggle saw puzzle pie saw style to the gloom rotter frotter bay by the side and up and under above and etc. This is Love Proceeding by Aqua QC3W.
2: Now we find Aria, one of the few of Blistatrists in her furthering advenures for our very lovable audience, you, and now here comes, the Bistro.
7: Friction Dew drops by the mist connections on a bus which rides a ghost stop to The ocean, bleached. Arya's shell gripped her ear canal as in a call from the salt. Minds of times blissed out summers when good times were having, a go. Feet in sand, from sandals, less for the wear of tiny ageless boulders worn down from the slush of wrecked waves on shored-up lunatics. Arya began to think to herself, for herself, and to the future and, as she said, all the things. She was held up by Grace, on these white sands. She sat with that one thought for quite a while. Hours perhaps. She walked from one edge of the rock to another, along a slight peninsula, leaving a zigzag of toe prints up and down the beach, avoiding the odd bits of glass or trash that was the reality of any shared space these days. With Grace. This was all she required. While she wanted to whiz bang through the towns and drop in on celebrities parties. And be a star and get in the movies. Well. She still wanted these things, but she had them, in her mind. And with the mind she shared. What would she call it? Cosmolot I think, she thought to herself. The Cosmolot was a place she could create, muse, share, and have sharing bestowed upon. her. At a speed which was constant and comfortable, and not too dewy, as in decimal. Decimated, but flowy, with only some pause, to draw in the light, not too bright. Maybe at night, a quiet orange, or glowy aqua blue. She thought of aqua. Where did Q get to at these times of the day? Questions, she thought to herself, not pressing. It was pressing that the flow not drop, not be. Stampled, or that at least she could get back when she needed A passcode She needed a passcode for her brain A hashtag of Jubilee, as desired, when required, when requited And for the Julius Caesar orange beverage, which is frothy and waits for only $2.99 Makes sense Sip Well, this was grand As in buttermilk biscuits, she thought this was random but it Surely wasn't she found herself on Grand Street, at a breakfast joint her and Q used to frequent. It hadn't changed, besides new brightly colored chalk on the menu up right outside, with the specials. Q always had the biscuits becues he said they reminded him of dad. Arya always chose something different and light, and this time, she saw just the thing. A slice of quiche and an espresso. A waiter in white came up to her as she sat down at the green iron table and chairs, gently pulling up the local paper to catch the bead of news and plan her day, with perhaps something to do in town. She sipped the espresso when it came, and heard a slight scuffle to her rear. She looked around. Funny. A slightly begotten Q was patting down the dirt from his bent leg making the English F.U. signal to a passing car that had run through some dry dirt with a loud stereo. He hadn't noticed her yet, and she pulled up the paper and peered around it to see him. Coming at the coffee shop. Poselessly, he turned around, back to the shop, Yes, you do need an eduation. In Manra. He scowled at the purple metallic boxy looking truck that was on its way away. He turned back. Oh the best is looking at the front page of the paper, and hi Aria. She ruffled the paper down and brightly glared at him, how did you know? I got you those sandals, remember? Oh yes. Well welcome to town, I just got here, would you like your usual, you're welcome to join me, I was just... Beached, yes. I followed you. I was thinking the same thing on the beach and thought I'd also get a spot of breakfast, What was it, Cosmolot? Why yes. Arya had to quite remember they went to the same telepath training class in Geneva, oh must have been. 20 years ago today, Bastille. He said. Why yes, exactly that. And we promised to meet up at 20, from the time at the class, and we did a lab exercise to program this date, and date, into our subconscious, don't you remember? Of course, I don't, we programmed ourselves to forget about it, but you know I was ever the clever student and worked my way around it. Oh did you? And that's an orange in your purse. Wasn't it supposed to be a grapefruit? An orange is more practical, and besides, you were supposed to be carrying... A lily. Yes it was given to me on that side street just now. It appears we're in the right place with the right people. Classy. Aria blunted. That means we're all here. Yes. Now let's just make that phone call we're supposed to make. After breakfast of course, I do believe biscuits between drinkets is in the dictionary. Yes, and we need to change anyway. And change, he said. That one still takes times. We can check the check and bounce. Over to Holly's place for the introductions, the gear has already been shipped. So. We shouldn't have any issues with imports. With a perky grin, with past coming to present, and her quiche arriving hot and steaming, she cheers Q with her fork, bottoms up. Absolutely, and we'll narrate this next bit for you after a quick radio spot. Oh yes. The radio. Thank you Aqua. We almost forgot.
6: Radio 11 is your brief stop betwixt treasures and leisures on your left and right dialed sandals here on Mutiny Radio and is brought to you from the labs of AquaQ. That is AquaQlabs.com and also connected via Atmospheric Intelligence in Spotify, iTunes, and anywhere RSS is handed down from demons to soft-weary hard devices in your pocket. The podcast is free, as well as this hour of Radio 11. But do consider a donation to Mutiny in the form of a Venmo payment too, at Mutiny Radio. And here is the final segment for today's episode, Logistics. An Open Letter to Amazon Logistics To provide for a return to Earth mentality and reasonings for all to participate in our ecology of our being, the planet desires a means to return this greatest asset. Amazon.com for the benefit in every transaction. Take our package. It was selected, brought from and towards a locale, packaged and delivered, perhaps returned, but what's left? And what began and continues? Imagine our buyer never made the purchase, and was actually encouraged to do so, with many reasonings covering the website, to the filters of their broadest choosing, such as, is the seller carbon neutral and how How do they account for their use of the environment, and in actuality, which local processes are they active to re-contribute to the ecosystem utilized for them to sell, that is what do they damage and how do they repair it. Once the many reasons not to buy something are selected, this begins the means for any and all to see what will work in an eco-flow chart for their markets, with the markets to be groups as well for political filters from other potential markets. Providing data to sellers as well, can assist them in the many ways to be carbon-negative, eco-positive, by providing a rich integrated data set and access to materials which perhaps are the result of think tank researchers, who also actively participate with the feedback of a logistics network. The Amazon as we know it, would then be broken into portions, including a utility portion, as well as arms of education and other non-profits and philanthropic harms to further the mission statement as to follow an end-to-end eco-benefit towards the planet, the community's well-beings in this regard, and in fact all manufacturing, transport, consumption and reproduction. Yes that's right, we will now consider Amazon entities as able to reproduce as in the mechanisms to produce systems which have a positive impact on and about the planet and the people and materials in anything natural for the locality and lifetime of its repeatable processes, as adaptable. This literally means that two arms of two people, who move something to the benefit of said process, are considered within this entity and therefore part of child whose lifetime is to ensure the joyous participation of the participants, and more. Eddie Stuff And without getting into wearables on that one, I'll proceed to finalize a statement. Amazon's size and breadth and obvious profitability has ensured from the start that belief creates possibility and further evident truth, and vice versa, truth exists to be believed, and that is our cycle, wherein belief and truth are matched in a benefit of relationship. Amazon's name was chosen for the essential naturality of the rainforests. Whose diverse quirky creatures are so bizarre that they account for the restoration of our entire planet, and oftentimes in an a so large leafy environment, that its concentration of planetary cooperation is unmatched, as in the heady rains and continuation in earnest and wildly non idle entities. Its continuation toward the continuity of kinship with this planetary marvel is to be carried by carrying others in pursuits of the willingness of our very beings to continue a superb non-superfluous existence of creation, sharing, discovery, and all variable dreams and cognitive abilities without bound, for the times allotted to its sequel, return within a loop for the equations of nature to work in the next moments, and forward in days, and timelines as discovered through these actions, and that the images of ourselves is very much what we truly aspire, when we make any purchase or indeed produce from earthly materials, and so put these accounts in place, we can and must utilize our bioavailability for the continued belief and delivery to be, so. The above has not been edited, as noted in streams of consciousness from the in and about Isle off the west coast of imagery and softened lines of reasoning for the seasoning of a continuation of seasons, and, we know all of this and perhaps the weatherman will glean a little more insight as to why things happen, and be able to unbuy the rain, as to say, place it as needed. Peace plus love Aqua Q. And so Aqua Q finds you now at closure from episode 1, a one-off radio 11 broadcast in Betoest, the leisurely stories of Q and Aria, here at mutinyradio.fm. And do find Miranda to Embedded in next week episodes again next Monday at 5 p.m. And as well the continuity
0: continues in forward behaviorness and backwards compatible maturity at
6: aquaqlabs.com. This is Radio 11.
8: You Just hey, to let people know, hey, Mutiny Radio hey. listeners,
1: this is the podcast of a live um, Zoom said, open mic up, right? at four in the afternoon here all over yeah. the internet. Yeah. 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 Jordan Long has put saw it saw all, it up, all so together. So a lot of comedians are all so Zooming in this very second. 13, You're going to be 15, hearing all the audio of that. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun coming up at six o'clock. Same thing. Jordan's letting us use his Zoom room. So we'll be doing a joke workshop. like We always used to do with everybody talking and giving comments and being respectful, and helping each other out in this time of need. But uh, listen to all this fun chatter and there's going to be an open mic super soon. For
8: Louise and Melanie and we'll start. That's like when you buy a new picture
9: frame and it's already a photo inside of it.
10: No, that's actually me. <laughs> no, I know, I know, no,
9: it's actually you. that's how, how I looks like a brand new model, model. Oh
10: yeah, oh sweet, I'm a model, obviously not really. I
8: wonder if people are gonna like the the show up like half an hour later because they know that their spot is coming up.
10: I bet you're <laughs> right. So that's gonna be a thing. That's why now. I come early so I can leave.
8: People are still polite so... now.
10: I'll probably stay because I'm completely bored. Still
11: we'll zoom my right oh, cop.
10: Yeah. <laughs> Puppies! I resort to giving the dogs food from the fridge that I never would give them. Just All to right. get them inside. Oh, my dog's so stubborn.
8: Uh, Andre wants to go first. Just in that order. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, fine. fine. Yeah.
10: So, am I second, or how
8: does this work? Yeah, let me just just get some late sign-ups first.
1: Mm, awesome. All right. All right. we'll do it. All right. I wore lipstick for this. Better appreciate it.
8: Two more minutes, and then if the police isn't here, we'll just start.
1: And if I'm coughing, it's not a corona cough. It's because I smoke so much weed. Smoke. So smoke it's totally, smoke. it's completely <laughs> cigarettes and and tons of weed. It has nothing to do with coronavirus. Yeah. In fact, I'm gonna get my. So, Hold on. You.
8: If you ever get like a bad weed <laughs> cough, and then people just like, ah. <laughs> they all <freak laughs> out? So
10: um, yeah. four minutes, right?
8: yeah let's do four minutes and then um the best is if you have your own like stopwatch running that Uh, would be good (laughs) because it's still awkward to cut people off but that would be the best if you don't i'll cut you off
1: oh you can cut me off i don't mind yeah that happened yesterday or the day before i was on a mic and they were trying to do a light with spoons or something but no one could hear it and people were going on for like seven eight minutes and then they're like oh did i did i go forever it's like yeah yeah
8: you did all right Luis is here yeah you did
10: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, all right yeah, guy, dad, you know we did nothing else to do so who fucking cares right uh, Luis is here so right, we exactly. will
8: start so our first three commands are all here uh order is in the chat i'll, I'll post it periodically as people come in but, uh, all right, we are starting. Oh Whoa! Wow. Right. <laughs> was me breaking character. Um, <laughs> how crazy is uh, Does anyone else do a thing where they still like record their steps? The, <laughs> I feel like I don't know. I did that last time just from like muscle memory, and then <laughs> it was just me talking. So we'll, we'll see how we do this. Uh, some of you just heard me do the exact same jokes an hour ago, so I'm going to do them again. <laughs> uh, I think my penis is like the moon. Because it's been a while since humans have landed on it.
5: <laughs>
8: um, <laughs> yeah. I do I want to do these in. Uh, I think... So, uh, I'm in Hong Kong now. Uh, just flew back here. So, Hong Kong is where SARS happened uh what was that like almost 20 years ago and uh it's interesting because like we're like prepared for this you know like this is literally the thing that like you know like so many people in Hong Kong and now we're here um I'm seeing a lot of my old friends and stuff and I uh It's interesting, in Hong Kong, everyone lives in apartments, you know, so I've never, ever been inside a house until I was, like, 10, and that was, like, a really strange thing for me, (laughs) like, just seeing a house, not an apartment. Maybe I should open with jokes, but it's okay. (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah, it was, like, a strange experience, like, and then, like, there's, like, a special residential neighborhood where all the houses were. And I remember the first time going there, it was just it was just crazy. But all right, we'll find a joke there later. Um, I realized that a lot of, compared to the open mics I normally do, there are a lot more women at these mics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it's because uh, they don't have to deal with men. So that's, uh, that's mm-hmm. good. I'm very happy for that sometimes i see like female comics do their bits that like are really funny if like you're a woman but it's just all guys being like (laughs) this is actually a good thing um there's been an increase in attacks against asians
10: timer for four minutes 30 seconds oh sorry (laughs) it's
8: (laughs) okay yeah like (laughs) <laughs> yeah that, that's one of those attacks i was talking about uh there's an increase in attacks against asians because uh, of this thing i think there's also an increase in people realizing that not all asians know martial arts <laughs> uh, So, you know so, silver lining to everything uh, i'm glad there are these open mics to work on our bits because for the longest time i was just going on like those webcam sites and testing my material there um, I think it's one thing to make the cam girl laugh, but it's another thing to get one of the guys in the room to stop jerking off and say "lol." <laughs> 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 <laughs>
5: know.
8: It looks good. The uh, blind guy is suicidal, and like this guide dog helps them walk into trap. <laughs> a good dog or a bad dog? It's, like it's a good dog. I think the more depressed people are, the harder that joke lands. Um, now's a good time to say it. Uh, I don't want to think. I think. Oh, I'm at the, I'm 26, which is like the age range where I feel like I'm not sleeping on my friend's couches anymore, like, it's kind of like the transition age where you go into like guest rooms and stuff, or like book a hotel. Um, no, sorry. <laughs> so, okay, let's just get the mic moving, not to talk to me and stay shit uh so up next we have john moskowitz and then on deck we have jana kelly hey right uh, what's up,
11: up? thank moskowitz. you for having us jordan mm-hmm. you, everyone hears me
8: yeah Good.
11: all right yeah. uh so um john uh and i just found out that mary kate and ashley are twins and not triplets uh, <laughs> i was very confused about that uh, I consider myself the Batman of comedy, uh, because like Batman, I also am trying to overcome a lack of natural talent, uh, using nothing but pure obsession in my parents' financial resources. Actually, uh, I'm more of the Aquaman of comedy, because uh, like Aquaman, none of you ever actually want to see me in a movie. <laughs> actually, I'm more of the Captain America of comedy, <laughs> Cause like Captain America, my story also could have ended in 1940s Germany. Um, I'm having it. it's weird because like the world's falling apart, obviously, but I'm happy. Like this is probably the best year of my life personally, uh, which feels really weird. Uh, I think the way the year is working out kind of makes sense based on how I started it. Uh, Cause actually. At New Year's at midnight, a girl actually uh, puked. I actually uh, puked on a girl, and uh, now she's mine. Uh, That's how that works. Uh, I know it's pretty gross, right? But uh, I didn't have to pee, and I had to claim her somehow. Uh, Very weird feedback there. Uh, I do. I'm now uh, staying with my girlfriend during all of this. um, And she was like, we were just like lying down, and she was like, you have really sensitive nipples. I was like, aren't nipples supposed to be sensitive? I I had no idea. She's like, well, not all guys' nipples are sensitive. Just why was that the moment that I got jealous? I was like, who are these men with their masculine nipples that can replace a tire and bring home the bacon? Nipples that will protect you in a fight. I have nice, sweet, sensitive nipples. They'll help you. They'll cry on your shoulder. I feel like I could somehow. Are people have people done act outs on Zoom yet? I could do. I could pull a nipple out, maybe. (laughs)
5: This
11: one. Okay. Um. I heard someone say there's like there's never been any pandemic that's really felt like this that's like isolated people where you just go outside and you might catch a deadly disease but that was just the world for most of history if you walked outside you might die the idea was like it wasn't news that you're not going to be like 33. They just like assumed that you weren't going to make it to a midlife crisis. The news was about tea taxes during colonial <laughs> times. They didn't care that you weren't going to grow old enough to like need a like a convertible horse buggy or an overpriced powdered wig or whatever you would do in a midlife <laughs> crisis in the eighteen hundreds. Uh, I um. I, Grew up in Brooklyn, never the Brooklyn that people like expect uh, when I am performing in front of people that aren't from New York. People always expect like Mafia Brooklyn or like Biggie Brooklyn, uh, but I'm from an area called Park Slope, and growing up there is kind of like growing up anywhere else, just a little different. Because we still had bullies, it's just they were named Axel and Jupiter.
5: <laughs>
11: like Jupiter would call you gay, but it was only because his moms were really upset that he was straight. Mm -hmm. (laughs) and during that time uh the uh it got really i forgot to set a timer so please just Just let me know you're on my screen um yeah
8: uh is it 15 seconds just 15
11: 15 seconds uh so uh during the that time uh 90s rap got really popular uh so we were just a bunch of these like yuppie kids that sounded like we were Nas or mob deep or something just like yo son I did not think that i fucked with, with quinoa, but I'll with it. All right. Here's the nipple. <laughs> hey. You're yeah, welcome. Yeah, Thank you.
8: For all right. All right. Uh, get up for John's nipple, everybody. <laughs> it's a live Brooklyn nipple, guys. <laughs> all over. They're all over Brooklyn. Uh so, uh, on deck, we have Luis Lopez, but now please direct uh, your attention to Jayna Kelly. Yay. Yay!
10: Yay! Okay, so uh, I'm going to start this on Facebook Live, too. Why not? Um, so, uh, I've been watching, and my friend was like, hey, I heard you have a Nintendo Switch. Are you going to sell it? And I'm like, no. <laughs> and uh her, her daughter really wanted it. So now I'm using it as my stand to set my stuff up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um so have you guys ever heard of uh Groo? Groove from Despicable Me? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Feedback, come on. Um so <laughs> Groo has this little uh army. And uh, when one of them gets too close to the campfire, um, they actually become a filet mignon.
12: A
5: <laughs> <laughs>
10: <laughs> and you can have a mini marshmallow. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of yellow, so I don't know. But um, anyway, <laughs> so uh, let's see. Have you, have you guys heard of the great goddess Athena? Yeah. 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 Goddess of love, right? I'm trying to get your mind off of this quarantine crap. So, um, the great goddess Athena uh fell in love with a Latin lover, of course, and they get married and have a baby. And they decide to name the baby something, um, that's both in her um realm and his. So, they name him Pizza Pan P I T A Pan. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Actually, uh, a god named Thor, and um, he always is on this stupid app, and the app uh, is singing all these people all around the the universe. At least he keeps it low key. <laughs> um, so, you know, there's this uh, thing that I used to do. It's called Uber. And I was the driver um, and
5: <laughs> it wouldn't exist
10: in the Bay Area, right? So <laughs> um, I really liked doing it. It was super fun. I could tell my jokes and try them on everybody.
9: Mm. Uh, it was super cool. Um, and I'd get paid
10: when people got in the car, I would tell them, "Hey, um, I had my first baby in this car yesterday," <laughs> and they're like, "Really?" <laughs> 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 and they're like, did you play in the car?
8: <laughs>
10: anyway, <that's supposed laughs> be...
8: okay. and, all right, well, thank all you, up for Gina, everybody. bye <laughs> Was uh, that your dog? Yeah. That was barking. Your yeah. thing, so. I have
10: three dogs, and I'll show you one. <laughs> oh. I can't do this yeah. otherwise. Oh,
9: there's a dog.
10: That's yeah. the one that was really noisy. So I'll let right. you go. Okay. okay.
8: Cool. Thank okay. you, Jaina. Uh. On that, we have Melanie
12: Calabrese. Calabrese, okay.
8: <laughs> you'll pronounce my last name wrong all the time. Oh,
12: you're so Italian, which is
8: awesome. All right, uh, yes. all right uh, so let's give it up for hey, Louise
13: All right, everybody. How am I going to follow a dog? That's tough to do. Those <laughs> oh, things are cute. All right. I, um, I read that uh, adult coloring books are starting to be a thing, right? People say they're therapeutic. Uh, I think at that point, you should just go to therapy, right? (laughs) If your life is so stressful that you're aggressing to coloring inside lines again, you should probably get help not buy Crayola. Like, get your things together. I think someone addicted to PCP has a better chance of adapting to society than someone with a full coloring book. A full, Mm -hmm. dude, you did flip the page one day and say, you know what? Maybe I don't need to color this realistic train. Maybe that's not what I need to do right now. Those are the things that should be on your mind. Hold on. Oh, um, I guess parents are getting adult ones to help their kids so they can, you know, get ahead of the curve and help their mental development. I'm glad someone finally found out the secret to success. Right? Not a lot of people know this, but Elon Musk could color like a badass when he was three years old, fifth grade level. It's quite amazing. There we go. All right. This all sucks. All right. I. Um, <laughs> I don't have any kids um but i wouldn't hit like my imaginary kids right i would hit my real ones but my fake ones they can be there they'll be safe i uh i don't know i don't get how people say like oh i don't understand how no how anybody could hit a child i'm like i get it right there are people that kill people you don't think you can throw a toddler for some reason totally (laughs) within reason right i think it's reasonable because like I think a lot of people, like mostly men, right, at one point, like fantasize about being like a boxer or like an MMA fighter, right? Like you watch Rocky, you shadow box in the bathroom, you get out of breath, you get embarrassed, you stop, right? But even when you do fantasize about that, you're never losing the fight. You know, it's usually pretty unanimous, (laughs) one-sided thing. I think that's why they hit their kids. It's just a (laughs) one-sided amateur boxing match. All right. Stuff is moving along. um, I'm trying to learn Chinese, uh, but it's hard, right? Uh, I think that the the hardest part about learning Chinese isn't actually, like, the characters, because, like, there's tricks to it, right? Like, like house in Chinese looks like a small house, uh, but so does dog, and so does moon. A lot of things look like tiny houses, (laughs) but the letters aren't the hardest thing. (laughs) I think the hardest thing is practicing speaking it. Right, because if you're not Asian and you're practicing Chinese, you just look like an asshole.
5: <laughs> like no one ever
13: sees a white guy walking down the street saying something that sounds Asian and going, "Oh, that guy knows what he's talking about." No, everyone's like, "Oh, that guy is racist. That guy oh, yeah. should be stopped." That's why I respect. white white people who can speak Chinese, and white people who can get away with saying the N-word, right? Because at both points, they've each had to go, all right, let's try this for real.
1: Oh, (laughs) lord.
13: I like that one, despite what the people said. Um, Kids, that was fine. Learning Chinese, that was fine. Somebody uh, through a friend of a friend, right? Like their friend introduced them to somebody. I think that's really tricky, right? Because I like my friends, but I don't like every part of them. You know, like what part of Greg, what part of his life knows this girl? Is it like Greg that's smart and went to law school? Or is it Greg that's stupid and in cocaine for five (laughs) years in law school, right? Like there's different sides to my friends that I want to know about. But you can usually figure it out, right? Like on the first date, you can figure it out pretty fast. Like, oh, oh, you're fighting with your mom? Eh, that's normal, right? Maybe Greg met you at the library. Who knows? But it's like, oh, you're fighting with your mom? Oh, no. Oh, you're fist fighting your mom tomorrow? <laughs> ah, that's that's a cocaine relationship if I've ever seen it. right? <laughs> yes. Greg, Greg didn't meet you at Barnes & Noble. He met you doing coke in, off a of dolphin in Miami.
5: <laughs> All right.
13: Okay. Let's see. Let's see. What do I have like? Oh, am I done? Yeah, you're done. Oh, sorry, buddy. Yeah,
8: dude, Chinese is like. And possibly the hardest part of chinese is actually all of it like <laughs> think about how many like smart chinese americans you know that like get into like harvard and stanford and all that shit and a lot of them still can't actually like read and write chinese like that's how hard it is like, when i see like mexicans who like don't speak spanish that like, well i'm like dude like come on like spanish is so easy compared to chinese you're slacking <laughs> um all right that's my personal rant uh, okay so uh on deck we have seth chavez but for now that's not the right way to choose all right melanie is next hey, for melanie.
12: Um, ooh, um i'm melanie and uh hello hi buck i think that i could probably be old enough to be your mom except for buck I'm not old
5: enough yeah.
12: here. <laughs> 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 So yeah, I'm proud to be here. Um, let's see. I uh, Saturday is my birthday. I'm being in quarantine. Yay. I'll be 48. So I happy you know, birthday. Oh, thank you, thank you. The older you get, the more it's like another day, right, Buck? <laughs> okay. I was going through some crap. You know how you're cleaning and quarantine. and I found my diary. So thank I, I wanted to. <laughs> You know, I wanted to the Judy Bloom diary. I don't know if any of you. Oh, classic. (laughs) you know
5: know
12: Judy (laughs) Bloom? This was Judy (laughs) Bloom. So yeah, I I was pretty. uh, This is 1984. So this is my inside of my diary. Okay, look at this. And I crossed off the heart. No loves (laughs)
5: Never.
12: Crossed it out. Mom, <laughs> I, I was so sophisticated, and I thought that everybody will want this diary if I were to die in youth. You know, I I, I left it to somebody if I were to die. Like so far, I'm not dying. But. So do you want to hear some 1984? Uh, how old was I? 13? Oh my God! 11? It's fun to hear it. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, go for it. let <laughs> okay. so, To my parents, I leave you this diary if I die before this. (laughs) Or to my children, if I ever get to children. I don't know, Buck, do you think you you want your children's diary if you, you know? What do you think?
5: I I never had kids.
12: (laughs) Me neither, I'm sorry. I shouldn't assume I don't have kids. My dog wouldn't even want to chew on this diary. I never decided. (laughs) Yeah. And I said, like, what kid would want their parents' or grandparents' diary? I never had kids. My dog doesn't even want to chew this. So only to those people I leave this diary. Or else I will haunt you when you die for the rest of your life. See that? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So it says, let's see. So I would always write Dear Judy like she was listening. I don't know. May 20th, 1984. Dear Judy, yesterday I danced with Ralph Jalat. It was at the YMC dance. I'm going out with him. You know what it means to go out with somebody in seventh grade? What does that mean?
8: Right? Fingering. I'm just kidding. <laughs>
12: <Skate>. <laughs> oh, I thought you said fingering. Okay. No, no, that was not happening. Okay. Uh, <laughs> said if he puts his hands below your belt. When you dance with him, he likes you a lot. And guess what? He did that the second time I danced. Just putting his hands beneath my belt. Not inside my pants. I was very innocent. Uh, I danced with him. But then he went off and danced with another girl. Oh. I know. I know. I know, Jordan Come on. <laughs> because that's okay, though. He said that she's a friend he met in the hospital. What the hell? He better be in the hospital meeting women. That's about it. Apparently uh, Ralph met her in the hospital. And I understand, Judy. It's okay for him to have friends in the hospital. But if that girl likes Steve, I will kick her ass. <laughs> 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 because I love him. Actually, his name is Ralph, but Your pal, Melanie Gelati. So real quick, Jordan, just I'll end on this. You want to know what happened to Ralph Gelati?
8: What happened?
12: He is the biggest troll on Facebook, Trump supporter, and I've had to block
5: him.
1: (laughs) Mm, (laughs) That is...
5: You know how how to pick
1: it. You almost (laughs) let him grab your pussy. I (laughs) know. You
5: know what? I didn't
1: even know I had a pussy back then, okay. (laughs) (laughs) But
12: at 7th grade, I thought it was just like Barbie. Okay, nothing's there.
8: It's <laughs> <laughs> there. All right, good for Melanie, everybody. Thanks,
12: Bob. Thanks
8: Melanie. Good job.
12: <laughs>
8: I really like when people are at their homes and just like show like random stuff they have. Like, this is like, the only time <laughs> pop comedy is like okay, you know? This is the <laughs> only time pop comedy is. In- like, look, look, this is me being cute when I was a kid. Aww. Like, this. Is... <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> <laughs> if all this on stage, I'd be like a hack, you know. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, on Z we have Gary Hughes. Uh, give it up for Seth Chavez, everybody. Oh, yay.
14: Thank you.
8: Uh, you can hear me, right? Yeah.
14: Okay. Good. Okay. Um, I. Uh, I'm from Austin. Uh, I think it's uh, it's been crazy here. Um, we the grocery store, like all the vegan shit, went first, <laughs> and then
12: That's
10: the
14: hilarious. That, that came to toilet paper. I don't know if uh, there's any coincidence there, but um, yeah. Um, so how lame would it? Be to just have the regular flu right now. He's <laughs> <laughs> a real idiot. Um. Well, well, thing. Doctor Fauci can get it. Am I right? That adorable little Jewish left con guy that comes out and voices us press um, that might sound a little tame for some you know this guy but to us sapiosexuals that's like the only premium account we need is hearing this guy talk he's like a bernie sanders with a more gravelly voice like you gotta see him google it i'm sure you've already seen him enough but he's awesome so i think that was a perfect time for my um invention idea I've I would even be able to cycle some water. I love this Um, the noise. I think so. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I think um, you know, I bet that boyfriends that made their girlfriends get rid of their premium accounts feel really stupid right about right now, and um. These are the but you know that, like, uh, you know, there's at least, like, one boyfriend that, like, you know, is really struggling right now, and he's quarantined with his girlfriend, and, you know, he just, like, I imagine him, like, opening the chest where he, like, hid the webcam, and he picks it up, and he offered it to his girlfriend, and he's like, go oh, on, baby, like, you know we gotta do it, one last job. Hmm that one old time. Um you know, I thought it was embarrassing telling my mom I did stand up in front of a live audience. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be very disappointed. Um I think what's really cool about this open mic is that you smoke no practice at this one. Unlike a lot of open mics, they they're very judgmental. <laughs> yeah that's awesome um so i think i'll end on a few bus stories i i ride the bus a lot not anymore but um i there's a few things that have happened to me on the bus before that i really thought were amazing experiences like i like the story of how my girlfriend and i met but i once saw an entire relationship progress from like Strangers to couple on a bus. So at the end, they were making it out, and I just I wish we had that, you know. A time similar, but this dude was like, he was ahead of his time, I guess. He was like, like webcaming this girl, and he was like,
9: get a psychotic reaction.
14: I gotta be like a crack addict for love. Maybe we all should.
8: Thank you. All
14: right. Thank you, Seth.
8: Oh, yeah. Thank you, Seth, and his dangling houseplant. Uh, <laughs> uh, for him. That is funny. That's the first plant I have an open <laughs> mic, too. Uh, <laughs> all right, on deck we have Andre Ricks, who's. Oh yeah, you're here with okay, you're the person with two people. Okay, uh give it up for Gary Salona. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> right, new cool. name for you.
9: <laughs> I have to change that. I gotta figure out how to change that. I don't know how. Um hey guys. You guys know I'm old enough to be all of your cousins. You know <laughs> be all of your cousins. I hate when people say stuff like that. I'm like, Okay, so you're old enough to be my mom. Alright, what's your point? Um, <laughs> okay, you're old. You're older than me. Or people do stuff like that, like everybody put their left hand up to the screen, right? And I want you to try to move your pinky without moving any of your other fingers.
8: Um, gallery view, guys. Looking yeah, you know, thing. It's weird
9: body. Yeah, wear body stuff like that. Yeah, I see you guys. Yeah, yeah I see you people. Look. Hey, <laughs> hey, Shemani doing it? You feel me? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I started with that. Uh, <laughs> I work at a coffee shop, and uh, every time I, I – I always bag on younger people. I hate younger people coming to buy coffee because it's something I just didn't do when I grew up. I, I never hung out at coffee shops. It just wasn't a thing. So every time they get their coffee, I always say, better than Adderall, huh? <laughs> and they just um, that's one of the things I say to them. I, I, uh, <laughs> people don't respect my kink. Like, like, just like uh, Jonathan, you know, but I don't have soft nipples, but my kink, people would be like, what's the kink? I'm like, oh, i getting my nipples wick, and they would be like, that's not a kink. And then, because people with kinks be so specific, they're like, I like syrup poured on my feet while being gagged with video in the background. And I'm like, I just like my nipples, here. Really. Uh... That's not a big thing. You you can never make transgender jokes unless you're Dave Chappelle or Bill Burr. So imagine I'm one of them. Yeah. And so uh, uh, I I don't know how to segue into this, but I you know I have this trans- transgender transgender people all around you some people that they switch their genders, they don't change their name. So it'd be this tall woman with the fat ass and big titties. <laughs> and I'm like, you should just, just switch the name as well. Cause you, you're fooling me. As I walk down the street with you and everybody's like, Dre, what's up? And I'm like, who's, who are talking to? Oh, that's your name. Oh, I didn't know that was your name. Um, all right. That's, that's my end of my so-called career. Uh, okay. So, so, <laughs> um, I been using this time to reach out to family members because I don't want to see them and they don't want to see me now so I could try to be like, oh, at least I tried. And they don't have to, like, I don't have to do it for the rest of the year. Like, right? I could be reaching out like, hey, can I, I will come see you, but you know, got to stay in the house. And they're like, yeah, I understand. So that's it. That's been good with that family members. Uh, let's see, another, another OG thing. Uh, I've had, I'm not worried about dying because I was almost, I almost got killed when I was in high school to sneak in my girlfriend's house and her dad caught me in a room but he was so mellow and calm about it he just opened the door he saw me and then he just closed the door he didn't say nothing and i just heard hall closets opening up so i called my homie philip i'm like hey phil phil hey listen hey shut the fuck up listen bro if you don't see if you don't hear from me I was at Elsa's house. That's the last. But I'm not fucking playing with you, dog. Just write this down. I'm at Elsa's house. If you don't hear from me, okay? And I was, it was like, uh, yeah, okay. You know, hey, I mean, we're trying all kind of stuff. Uh, I've been in the house all day. All right, uh, let's see another one. In the grown up, as a guy in Oakland, or just as a guy, it's always like a thing to try to improve sexually. I don't know why. Like, that's going to be like, even to the day I die. He's a Matthew court. I'm sure he like still tries to improve sexually. Uh, so I'm growing up in the hood, I tried to be seductive, but there was nothing to be seductive with. You know, everybody's like tying cherry stems with their tongue. So I just used to tie bread ties with my tongue. And uh, it makes a lot of cuts, a lot of cuts in my mouth. And I try to eat sour candy afterwards. Don't do that, y'all. It's not good for you. I just want to let y'all know that. It's not good for you. Uh, all right, that's all me. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks, Jordan. All appreciate right, you. Good
8: for Gary Saloma, everybody.
9: Uh, <laughs> I'm changing that shit. ASAP.
8: <laughs> <laughs> you think if I have my high school ten year reunion coming like next year. Do you think like if yours was this year, you just cancel it and just like not reschedule it? Yes. Yeah. I feel Never like go that, go that. Don't.
1: You won't get anything you want out of it. Don't waste your money. Don't okay. do. it. Yeah,
8: I'm like, I'm like the only, (laughs) I'm like the only relevant Jordan at my high school, you know, and then like, someone at school like transitioned, and then his new name is Jordan. (laughs) I'm like kind of annoyed at that. Um, Is that transphobic? All right, Gary took us here, so (laughs) just, all right, cool. Um, up um, next, yeah, Andre Riggs, <laughs> and then on deck, we have Elizabeth Stanton. Oh, oh that's me. Riggs, right now, what's happening? All right, Andre, what happened?
15: no explanation. Oh, I don't know, to <laughs> well, somebody won the lottery. Okay, flame the two, <laughs> cold blooded. Uh, Seth, what's up, man? I, used to, I put that dude on a couple open mics back in Austin. <laughs> uh, it's like a high school reunion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one's free, though. Um, so, alright. So, I was watching uh, I was watching Netflix and uh, have you heard of the Vietnam War?
10: <laughs> yeah.
15: <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. This was not one of the good wars. This was a bad war. Did you know, have y'all heard of it? I didn't, know, I didn't know anything about it, man. I was watching it and it was terrible. Uh, we lost so many rice. So many. I love rice. Sugar, butter. Y'all know, y'all know rice? Y'all of rice?
10: Yeah.
15: yeah.
10: I don't know what that
15: is. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like if uh, I do this, y'all y'all still fucking on face, fuck around on Facebook.
1: Yeah.
15: Facebook. So. Hey, y'all know dead people can't read y'all's posts, right? <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> Their spirits can.
15: No. <laughs>
10: The ghost of Facebook,
15: you know, know the post I'm talking about too. It's like, Grandpa, wish you were still here. Grandpa, wish you're around so I could smell your farts and shit. It's like, (laughs) Grandpa can't read that, but I do wish I had Grandpa's Facebook password so I could. Every time I get a post, I just hit it with like, you know what I mean? Kind of freaks the people out. Oh, this is fun. supposed to get $1,200. Anybody expecting
7: that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
15: everybody awesome. that. <laughs> I need some new shoes. Um, yeah, man, up here, watching this uh, people dying in Italy like crazy. My, my girl's a quarter Italian, so I'm about to get rid of her. I, don't, I can't catch you. <laughs> 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 no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know what else is going on um, I'm blanking right now I just ate some food you know how you eat and you get lazy and shit you don't want to do nothing yeah. <laughs> um, oh yeah y'all drink alcohol y'all, y'all mess with the alcohol I had to drink alcohol, man. for the one ingredient that they don't put on the bottle which is confidence It's too much alcohol. Like I've been zero fights sober.